That's the podcast coach for July 18th, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Apologize to the live audience. We're three minutes late. Like, uh, where are you? I can't hear anything. <laughs> so sorry. Sorry about that. My my fault. We were having some audio issues in the pre-show. And so Dave and I were just spending some time troubleshooting. I wanted to make sure our audio levels were fine. I've been working on some audio. We'll talk about it during the show. But Dave, it's time for the morning pour, right? It is time for the morning pour. Look at me. I'm way ahead. Poor Jim's... Pouring coffee in his lap. I hit the button so hard. But yeah, the morning pour is brought to you by podcastbranding.co. That's our buddy Mark up there in Canada, who is a 13 year. He's been making your website. He's been making uh, podcast artwork. If you need a, you know, some sort of lead magnet, anything you want to look good, Mark has got you covered. And not only is he a great graphic artist, again, at podcastbranding.co, he's also a podcaster. And so he kind of gets podcasting. That's one of the things that, for me, I think really makes him stand out above other people that are just graphic artists that may know how to make things pretty. But he understands iTunes. He understands or Apple Podcasts or all that other stuff and uh, does a great job. A really nice guy. Check him out over at podcastbranding.co. And uh, Mark, thanks for uh, sponsoring The Morning Pour. So, yeah, we were, we were battling some issues this morning. Still are. You're it you during that you dipped a little bit. It's weird. It's like that audio processing on on Streamyard. Streamyard is, it must be is being aggressive with you for some reason mm. today or something. You wouldn't have any other auto tune or auto auto no. uh, adjusting kinds of things that as you're as you're looking. That's the hard part about all of this. Sometimes is you make a change and. You don't, or you don't know you made a change yeah. and it starts affecting things downstream. Weird. I changed my camera to standard definition. No, uh, I don't I think just it didn't. Had, I, it's, it's gotta be StreamYard on your side. That's, that's, yeah. uh, we have checked, like you didn't change any equipment this week. Zero. Everything's the same. Exactly. It, it, and so like you can hear it's doing what it did to me or what it had been doing to me, which is. I'd had a fan. I had a computer that had a really loud fan. In fact, I have. I've brought. Um, I brought props. Oh, excellent! This. So this is my PC fan. This is the loud PC fan. Now it is probably this. You're not going to find a 120 to 122 millimeter fan that's this <laughs> thick. Generally, I pulled this out of a Dell server, thinking, "Oh, cool! It, it this thing really moves some air, and it's really cool." But it's also old. And it was it was whining a little bit. I mean, you could just kind of hear on the inside as it would spin up. It was whining. It just happened to be right in front of me, too, which was a problem because, it, of course, my microphone could pick it up. And so this week I did replace it with a, with a Noctua. That's a line of fans. A little thinner. It's in the box, so you can't see it. But Noctua. Noctua. Re- sounds like re- something like you're trying to spit. Kind of. Noctua. Right? Noctua. Yeah. But uh, really, really quiet fan, about $15, so not too cheap when you think about PC fans. But it makes the, oh, Dave, it makes the biggest difference. Like, and 
And for most podcasters, changing out your fan is actually a DIY thing. You yeah. can do it. You don't have to. It's got a plug, not like the one you put in the wall, but pretty close. Just shut your PC down, unplug it. There's four screws. Pull those out. You can generally replace it. Then this this came, I ordered on Amazon, came in two days. Nice. You know, now this one's the regular size, 122 millimeter. It's not in there. I put it in the, let's put it in the computer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm showing you the inside of the box, but loaded that in and oh my gosh, the, the Noctua, um, there's a couple brands, but the Noctua brand is known for being quiet. And so I fired it up and I almost had to like, is uh, it on? It's like when <laughs> put I, my finger in it to see if it's spitting, you know, like, ow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's running. When I owned a Prius, that took me the longest time to like, I would pull up to a stoplight and if it's not, if the engine isn't on to charge the battery or whatever, that thing's silent. In fact, they actually had to put a thing like that car purposely had to make noise. Like they, they put a noisemaker in it because it, people kept hitting yeah. people because you wouldn't hear it coming. And uh, that was the, the, it took me a while to get used to that. So, um, if you're by, by, I need to say this towards the top. If you're watching us on Facebook, cause we're on Facebook today, uh, and you want to leave a comment, you got to come over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Cause I don't think I have it set up to take comments from Facebook yet. Maybe next week. So, but so, it, so you basically so the, just, you unplugged it, you plugged it back in. It's quiet. And well, well, that got rid of one, but yeah. then I started hearing others. <laughs> you're like, oh, like, so now that that's quiet, I was like, oh, this one's making a bunch of noise too. So I had another PC that was making a bunch of noise. So I actually moved that across the room so that I can't even hear it. It's pretty far away from me now, ran a, ran a land cable so it could sit on the other side of the room. So I got rid of that and heard another one. And I was like, okay, what's this one? I had a little rattling going on in another <laughs> PC. It's just funny when you start bringing the noise down, you start hearing other things in there. So got that one turned off. Didn't need it. Got that one turned off. And it was super quiet. Now my battle is the furnace because when it comes, uh, it's just hot. And so it's running all the time. So one of the things uh, I've been trying to do then is just reduce the overall volume of that's what's coming in, the noise that's around me, and then testing it in conjunction with my gain and a mic and how do I kind of eliminate that? So chat room, what I want you to listen for today, if you can, is listen for my audio to make weird jumps. That's kind of where and it doesn't do it all the time. But what would happen is, is I would back off the mic for a second. The mic would hear the fans and think it was I think it was me being quiet. So try and boost the audio up. Mm. I would come back on mic. I'd be super loud and then <laughs> I would it would bring me down again. Right. So. Chat room, I want you to I want you to be critical of that with me today. I'm trying to see if I've got that worked out. Yeah, you you, you can be critical of me, but we have no idea what's going on. With we're, trying, we're trying to figure Dave out right now, which is uh, most weekends. See when you sit there and go, and then I heard another one. It's it, that's like me with the voices in my head. Uh, <laughs> well, fan, fan noise is interesting in the sense that it puts off a weird frequency because it's a spinning, because it's a high spinning, high rate spinning object. It can put off weird frequencies. And so we've talked about this before, and I'm usually pretty crazy about this, but I had let my PCs go a couple years without really listening to them. You kind of get used to the general ambiance. I don't know if that's the right word, but in your area. Yeah. And so just as I started getting critical, and then as I started removing one noise after the other, I kept finding new ones. Another one. And yeah. And so you just, it's, it was a good, it was a great, it was a great exercise. I recommend everybody go through it. Just start with a critical ear 
go through and start listening to your equipment and see what's causing noises. I want to, the, the furnace is not very far from me. I may get some, some insulated foam that I just put up around, just make a little yeah. box that I put up around it that just try and deaden it just a little bit more. Bang says his uh, AC unit generates an 819 hertz tone. Gary is saying the only f- fan noise I can, st- I can't, I can't stand yeah. are leaf blowers. Yeah. I have, uh, I've had periods. I know Mondays they, in my apartment complex, they just mow everybody and blow their leaf blowers the entire from about 10 o'clock to about two o'clock, it's nothing but outside. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's not going to work. So but it's a good idea if you can. I think it's a good idea. And if you can borrow a, a, a decibel meter from somebody yeah. or, or find one, you can probably get them on Amazon for like $7. Get a decibel meter and get it. Just listen to the, see how much sound you have uh, in your, in your studio area. Yeah. And then kind of start working on seeing if you can decrease it. We, in the Gallup studios, when we opened those this week, I went in and I was uh, talking with my co-host and she was like, you got a little echo. Like it sounds a little roomy, that sound. Like mm-hmm. we all know that sound, that roomy, like you're in a cavern kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I went and got some cardboard boxes and I just started filling the room with cardboard boxes, eliminated the sound. Now, I don't want a really brand new, nice studio to have a bunch of cardboard boxes on it, but we did have acoustic tiles that they're going to install. So next week I have acoustic tiles coming in. That'll help deaden it. Yeah. And then I'm going to try something, Dave. I'm going to take some cardboard boxes. I'm going to wrap them in landscaping fabric, like that black fabric. Mm-hmm. You might see it on a speaker. I'm going to wrap them and staple them and look nice. And then I'm going to put those in the corners and in various strategic spots to just be additional yeah. kind of sound dampening. And I'm And I'm hoping that landscaping fabric will kind of at least make them look yeah, halfway decent, right? Not a not a box. Hey, why you got a box in the corner? <laughs> Daniel says there are free smartphone apps with volume meters too. He says yeah. I use them about twice go. a year when I'm at social networking party with loud music. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably when he's right. Like, You're like, right, and I'm trying to think. Oh, the Apple Watch has a it has a decibel meter on it as well. It's I did set, not know that. Yeah, it's set. It when it gets too loud, it will warn you. Like it'll say, hey. You're in a really loud place. Like you might want to put some hearing protection. Oh, on. that's interesting. So, yeah, that's a good, Daniel, that's a great idea. Yeah, you might already have that already. Well, it's funny you say that because sometime between now and November, I'm going to be moving. And I was actually thinking, uh, I'm moving back into the house that I grew up in. And I thought, oh, well, back then I had a little music studio in the basement. And right where it is, is right next to... The furnace, but at the time I had, I made a, I put up cardboard walls to kind of petition off a little area. I actually, at that point, hung carpet on the wall, and I was like, I don't. Uh, the thing I love about the the basement is it's cool, like it's yeah. it's it's cool. It's also quiet, but I'm like the right now the the basement is not really an option. It's very much all the stuff that used to like we used to have almost a finished basement, and through the years there was a time there where. Um, Water got in and just ruined everything, and that's been fixed. But it's going to be fun. So I'm going to I'm going to eat the microphone today. People yeah, are saying, actually bring it up close. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, going to just bring, bring it to you. Just yeah. bring it to you. You got you get you got an arm. And there I, you go. I can't get rid of this for some reason. I have I I stopped and closed my curtains, but I cannot figure out where. But I have I, I I've got I, I'm eating sunshine today for some reason. Right, <laughs> you're in, walking on sunshine. Right in my mouth, and I'm like, I can't. It, oh, you know what it is? It's 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 right. I can fix that. 
there I have a a stand over here ah, and it's go. reflecting off the stand because I'm like, where is that coming from? It's not in front of me. But hey, you if you just joined us, you're listening to uh, Ask the Podcast Coach. The coolest way to start your weekend. There we go. We are getting fancy. I do want to give a quick shout out. Let me share my screen here real quick because he said switching back to the other little gizmo thingamabob. Come on, Roadcaster, be my friend. We have, my friends, a new $20 patron. And we said last year, remember how we used to read all the patrons? And I'm like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to make a big, big splash when you become a $20 patron. So that's what we're doing. It's uh, Tips of the Slung by our buddy Josh Liston, who's actually been a patron for a long time. He was just not a $20 patron. He was for a while, and then he got a house. And uh, if if you're not familiar with owning a house, it means about every other week you go to Home Depot and just burn $50 for no apparent reason. (laughs) 50? You're being generous. (laughs) So, So he's back, and he's got a new show called Tips of the Slung. The description is hosted by Josh Liston, a new kind of spiritual leader and a career coach. And if I can get the roadcaster to be my friend, which it's not, I would go over. Come on, seriously, what the heck? It's, I'm supposed to be able to switch back and forth between these things. Well, we'll go back to the home screen. Maybe I can't do that. You know what? That's why, because I'm playing music. All right. Well, we'll we'll politely fade out the the presidential music. Nice. Yeah, it wouldn't uh, let me switch between screens. I'm like, what the heck? I'm all set to go, and I'm hitting the button and hitting the button, and I'm like, it's not going to let me. It's still being very picky. Here we go. This is uh now this I've listened to about eighty seven percent of this. It's a minute clip. There are no bad words. They're just words that sound naughty, and it goes a little something like this: Motherfracker of the week. Seriously. Where do these idiots keep coming from? I mean honestly, there's no end to these people. So, if it's barely 4 degrees Celsius, and you're out walking your dog, for frack's sake, wear some appropriate clothing. A beanie, a puffer jacket, (laughs) and a tiny little ass pair of shorts is not appropriate attire, you flog. Also, if you're going to go off leash like a complete and utter spanner, at least wear some real shoes. You can't chase a dog in flip-flops. It just doesn't work, mate. So today's lesson, everyone. If you're going to dress like a dope and you're going to let your dog run out into the road, I, being the good human that I am, will always swerve to miss that sweet, sweet doggo. And I will try my very <laughs> best to hit you with my car. Okay. Bye-bye. There you go. Uh, and I, right. I, I'm finding out even more that I, I've proven this now. You cannot switch between banks on the Roadcaster Pro when you're actually playing something. That's just not going to work. So, uh, was, Hey, there's some, there's some thought that on your audio that maybe if you have Zoom or Skype open, it's controlling. It's trying to take control of your your audio. Can you, can you I, check I, and see if you've got I, some other application open? I had zoom open but nothing yeah, really. try, try closing the try closing all all zoom and make sure you've got like look down in your sys tray and make sure you've got nothing open that might be also trying to control aggressively i should say aggressively try to control that that system that's actually i always forget that about that like so when you're both skype and zoom 
are pretty aggressive about taking control of your microphone. And if they're open, even if you're not using them, sometimes they can have an effect on what you're doing. So it is one of those, it's one of those, and Dave, you've said this before. Sometimes if you can, it's just a good idea to reboot yeah, right, no. before, <laughs> right before you're, you're doing anything, just reboot it, shut, get everything shut off. And then you might want to check if you're a PC guy, I can't speak for Mac, but if you, if you're a PC guy, you might want to check for what are your automatic applications that start? Cause everybody wants to be in that. All these applications want to be in that startup group. Like they want to be, cause it's convenient for you. Right. It doesn't have to start when you need. So when you go to use zoom, if it's in the startup group, it's already running. And so it can just pop up and it's a great experience, but it may be running in a state where you can, where it has control. Yeah. That's the only thing I didn't do nope. this morning was there's, I, I had zoom was open, but not like in a meeting or anything like that. So I closed it and I've yeah. closed, I see where I have, I have a bunch of stuff open that doesn't need to be open. Like I had, well, I have Excel open for some reason. I need to change that. I've now started 37 different podcasts, one of which I think is already going to die. I started, really? I started a show because I was going to do more cooking. And again, I've come to the conclusion that, you know what? I'm not really that passionate about cooking. That was the whole point. It was the fact that I was new to it and I was going to learn along with you and blah, blah, blah. And it's, the other thing is it, if you're a picky eater, like I am kind of, it's hard to find a recipe that doesn't have either a avocado, green peppers, red peppers, and, and everything. So that's the whole point yeah. of it. And I need to get over, which is kind of ties into podcasting. There are times when you have to just do things that you haven't done before. And if you're not comfortable doing that, you don't want to do it. So right. it's, it's right. like, I'm like, ah, oh, this has curry in it. And I'm like, I know I've had curry because I had like official Indian food when I was in Australia and it was great. So I probably like it, but I can't remember what it tastes like. And I was like, ah, oh, I really want to like, hmm. so it's kind of funny in a way that it's just getting out of your comfort zone, but that and with a couple other things that are, I just got some big projects thrown on my face and I'm like, oh, we don't really have time to go buy a melon baller or all these other tools that I don't have. So well, and I'm kind of enjoying, I, I've been following some other YouTubers and podcasters and just supporting them mm. like through comments or tweets or what I'm, I'm finding right now, at least where I'm at. That's more fulfilling than doing my own thing. I, I don't know why. I just, it's, it's, I'm on Home Gadget Geek. So I've been trying to have more YouTubers on who have great channels, who we just are able to promote their channels through the podcast. And I don't have a gigantic audience, but it's something. And we've made some great relationships that way. And the last two shows have been, well, Paul Brarin, who I had last week is not necessarily a YouTuber, but he has a very, very popular blog that he, that, or website that he does. He's really good at it. Jay Madison was on last night. He's a, he's a YouTuber and he just makes really good YouTube videos that are tech based. And so Dave, I've found helping others in this time has been more fulfilling than st starting something new. In fact, I don't even really want to work on the old ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling. You know, I, I have that. I, I'll be honest right now over the last, I don't know, eight weeks, I've just not been motivated to do post-processing. I don't mind doing the podcast. I just don't want to post-process it. That's, you know, you're kind of like me. I, I've been yeah. doing more interviews and I just realized like editing an interview can be not a pain. It's just one of those things where you're like, ah, oh, it's kind of done. Can I just leave? And I could just leave it the way it is. But there are things like I interviewed Glenn and his co-host who has a radio background 
And so, and again, when I was doing it, it was just more of a conversation. I had questions I wanted to ask, but there's stuff I asked just because I was curious, but later was like, why did I ask that question? My audience doesn't care about that. So I've got to cut it out. And it's like, eh. so yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. The other thing you, you mentioned helping other people, there was somebody in Facebook this morning and I see this a lot and that is, Hey, I'm, they're doing a true crime show. And we've got great gear. And I see this phrase a lot. My co-host and I make great content. And then blah, 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 blah. Why? How do I grow my audience? We all want to know how to grow our audience. So first of all, I, you couldn't, she, it's like, it was kind of hard to find her podcast. So I finally went to her uh, Facebook profile and I, I had to dig around, but I found it. And then uh, even that I, she had, and this drives me, oh, wait a minute. We, we have a, a tool for this. If I think about it, yes. And now it's time for a power <laughs> rant. I don't get linktree.com. I don't get this tool. This is where you have linktree or whatever it is, link.tree or linktree.com slash SI, whatever it is. It's some service that's not yours where you put it there and here's a link to the show in Spotify, in Google, in Apple, in blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And so, but there's nothing to listen to. So it's like, Hey, I know you haven't sampled my show yet, but please subscribe to it. And Oh, by the way, please go to something that has nothing to do with my brand to look at it. And I'm like, I, why wouldn't you, I under, I get the under the thing. Cause when I, the link in her Facebook group sent me to Instagram, can I listen to your show on Instagram? Nope. But Instagram had a link to her link tree. Can I listen to the show there? Nope. Got to go to Apple podcast to listen to it. And I was like, oh, and this is the person that's saying I'm not getting enough downloads. And I'm like, no, if, if she had, I would say in Instagram, you can only have one link. So link to the subscribe page, but have a player there for somebody to listen to it. If they haven't heard your show yet, then I listen to the show and this would be weird. Can you see if I had started off, like we just listened to a minute of Josh, of course, and you can find that at tipsoftheslung.com. Can you imagine how different it would have been if we had just started off the show with Josh? Like you you find a show called Ask the Podcast Coach. You hit play and you hear, mother fracker, raw. And, and, and it's like they'd be, people would be like, what? So, and that's what they did. They played a promo of somebody's show. Then they went into... Talking about the promo, which I, you're kind of like, wait, and I forget the name of the, I think her show is like, we are dead or something like that. Then they went into talking about July 4th fireworks. And then they went in like, okay, that whole, like me and my co-host are making great content. I'm like, when I, if I'm listening to a, a true crime podcast podcast, I'm expecting to get to the true crime part a little quicker than, than five minutes. Dave, you, you are almost so quiet. We can't hear you. Wow. No, it's just, Hey, you know, we haven't done yet. We've got, let's do this. We need to, I've got a big, I've got a big tech thing. Oh, okay. I got a, he's, he's doing that. I've got a big tech thing to cover and we've got our awesome supporters. Can we, can I have you just do a quick reboot for a couple of you for your windows for windows folks, you are going to start seeing, and it, for some of you, you may have already done this, but you're going to start seeing the windows 10. 2004. You might think it says 2004. That's not really true. It is, but they're saying it's 2004. It's the newest update for Windows. And it has not been, and I know this is a huge shocker to many of you, 
but it has not been the most stable update <laughs> that came out in May, late May. It didn't even offer it to most of the Windows audience until just recently. So all of June, it was just to certain PCs. And now lately, I've noticed on, on all my P, on all my PCs, I've noticed that I'm getting I'm getting the option to upgrade to it. They're not forcing you to up- upgrade at this point. It's not like you're uh, you're getting it and they're installing it. It's definitely your choice. And so, if you're a Windows user, you might want to go and you won't it won't start the download by doing this. But go to you go start and settings. Go to the Windows Update section, Security and Updates, and then go to the Windows Update section. You can see if it's available for you. I would not recommend right now that you actually make that upgrade. So just let it sit. It has had all kinds of problems. There's some there's some behind the scenes things with OneDrive, and it's just been causing some weird issues. And uh, this morning, so last night, I stayed up late, kind of upgrading. I have seven different systems down here, so I think I upgraded four to it. And it, 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 one of them didn't, one of them failed. And the other one I had to roll back because it had an issue with an application that I run. The other one was, the other two were fine. And so I would, my recommendation right now, if you are thinking, if you, if you're wondering like, Hey, I'm a Windows user. Do I upgrade to the, to, to 2004? If you heard about it, my, my advice to you would be don't, you don't need it. There's no major, it is a major, even though they're not saying this, it is a major feature update. It doesn't have a lot of features that it's updating, but it is running through a typical update cycle where it's saving everything to a drive. It's redoing it. It's importing it back in. Depending on your PC, it could take anywhere from 20 to minutes to an hour to do the upgrade. That's not something you necessarily want to kick off 10 minutes before you start a podcast. So be careful. In the chat room, Michael's saying he's still running 1903. Most people are running 1909. That would kind of be the version that you would be upgrading from. 1909 would be September of 19. Uh, that's their second upgrade. Each year they do a spring, well, spring for us. They do a, a, a second quarter update. Let's just let's do it that way. That's major features. That's what's happening right now. The second half of the year is kind of just fit and finish, patching things, those kinds of stuff. So most of you are on 1909. Again, you can find that in the settings. Go to Windows, Settings, About. Go to the, the, the very first one. Go to, down to About. It'll tell you what version you're on. But it is a... And by the way, you don't get away from this on Mac. <laughs> Trust me. So for, for those folks like, oh, in the chat room, like, oh, thank God I'm on Mac. I never have to deal with this. That's just not true. Mac's had its own problems on updates. Now... The Mac update cycle is a little bit better than the Windows update cycle. And usually because Apple can control the hardware, they're usually a little better. But uh, don't, don't have any illusions that Mac never breaks or Apple never breaks anything on a Mac update. Just go to Reddit and read some of those forums. Uh, they do. They do. They have their they have their they have their issues as well. So but. In neither here nor there, I'm actually never in favor of one over the other. I'm I'm in favor of the one you're using that works well. Whatever works for you. If you want to be on a Mac, that's awesome. If you want to be on a PC, many of us are in PC land, and so and you're not gonna you're not gonna switch to Mac. You're just like, look, I bought this computer, I'm gonna keep it. So dealing with the Windows update cycle, I'm just kind of here to I'm kind of here to warn you. I don't want you to panic though, like it. If you installed it, you didn't know you did. You installed it two or three weeks ago, and you're not having any trouble. Then don't worry about it. Dave is back. Dave is back. Dave, a- any better? 
Well, yeah, initially right off the shoot, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We'll, we'll see. I, I did, because I, I went into Hindenburg and said, listen to the Roadcaster, and it was like, wow, you're really quiet. Even though I'm making things blink here on the Roadcaster. So I'm like, okay, I'm going into the Roadcaster. I'm not coming out of the Roadcaster. So I unplugged my USB cable and plugged it back in. And that seems to have... Oh, make good. The lights blink. Because I'm like, wait a minute. And again, that just goes back to troubleshooting. So what did I do? Right before you started, I unplugged and plugged in my cable, my mic cable. Because anytime it's intermittent, I was like, okay. So then it was like, okay, lights are blinking on the roadcaster. So I know I'm good to there. And then I'm like, okay, I can't test StreamYard. So I was like, well, let's have something else listen to me. And I'm like, oh, Hindenburg can listen to the roadcaster. And it was like two little bars. And I'm like, ah. There's the problem. So I'm like, okay, so how do I go from the roadcaster to the computer, the USB cable? So I unplugged it, plugged it back in, and so far, it seems to be. Yeah, no, it's, this seems great. We're, you're back to your, your typical stable, <laughs> you know, which, so Dave, in this experience, like there's there's one of two ways to handle this. You panic, and you flip out, and you you, you leave the show, and yeah, I can, it's messy, <laughs> or you just say, hey, Jim, could you carry on and yeah. I'll go do my thing? And, and we never missed it. We kind of never missed a beat on that. Before, why don't you queue up the awesome subscribers? Before we do that, and I'll do a Mitchell pour. Before we do that, let me finish one thing on the story I was telling the chat room yeah. about Windows, about the new Windows update. If you do update to 2004 and you're having problems, the rollback process is pretty quick. So you can go into the settings and say, hey, I want to go back to the previous version of Windows. You need to do that pretty quick. I think you have between 10 and 30 days to do that once you've upgraded. So Windows users, if you if you updated, you didn't know you updated a 2004, and you're having some problems, you want to roll back, you can roll back and, and get kind of back to where you were before. The PC I was having trouble with, I just rolled back and everything started working again. You're going to have to troubleshoot before I do that update to kind of ensure that it's going to work so you can do that as well. Dave, I think it's time for the mid-show coffee pour, and we have to thank our awesome subscribers. We do well. have to, to thank our awesome su- subscribers. If you go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, we are talking about awesome people like, well, number one, of course, Josh over at tipsoftheslung.com. We just heard his uh, promo. And if you notice, I changed these up just because I was like, hey, let's, we don't know if people are hitting fast forward. Hopefully not. But Kim Cradgy from Toastmasters101.net. Carl White from Life in the Carolinas Podcast.com. Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. Greg at DebtShepherd.com. Glenn the Geek Hebert, who will be on the School of Podcasting this week. You can find him over at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Shane from Spybury.com. Did I tell you about Shane last week? No. Uh, no. Shane, had, did. Shane has two shows. He has Spybury, but he also has Tourpreneur. And both of his shows have been featured. I think. Spybrary was featured in some sort of an English newspaper because even though Shane, I want to say he's in New Jersey ish, more in the the upper eastern the part, east coast. Of, yeah, east coast. Yeah. If you hear him talk, you go, "You're not from around here, are you?" So something in in the UK featured him, and then his other show got featured. I want to say on a website or something like that, but he's just not getting out of part, and he just went over, nice. I think, a hundred episodes of Tourpreneur. So. So congrats to Shane. Ed Sullivan from SonicCupcake.com. If you need some editing, uh, go see Ed over at SonicCupcake.com. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com. And if you want to support the show in a different way, Profit From Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into Livelihood, is going to be available in next month in August. You can go to SchoolOfPodcasting.com slash ProfitBook 
or you can just go to profitfromyourpodcast.com. That's my book coming out uh, next month. So fun-filled and exciting. And we've got somebody uh, waiting to come on in. So joining us, the one and only, don't be fooled by cheap imitations, John Piper. How are you, buddy? Hey, guys. Good morning. Glad to be here. Yeah. What's going on? Well, I start all my Saturdays. I'm, I'm in a little studio in Denton, Texas. And while I'm thinking of it, are you guys, uh, as long as they have it, are you guys coming down to uh, podcast movement in Dallas? I think it's now scheduled in October. You guys planning on coming? That That's a good question. A? No, no. Are they really going to have it? Because that's going to be an uh, interesting thing. If Lipson's going, I will probably be there. The fun part's going to be like, can I drive instead? Although I, from what yeah, I'm, that's a long drive from Akron, Ohio. It is a. I've done it. Well, Nebraska, Jim. I, I've, yeah, but it's not too bad from there. I made it. it's fifteen hours. In an RV. I, I, I keep thinking I'm going to get a my day jobs in transportation, trucking, technology, and I think here in a little, maybe a couple weeks, I'm going to seriously check into renting like an RV for like two to three weeks. Oh. Really thinking, I definitely want to go somewhere where it's cooler climate. So, Jim, I may head up like towards Nebraska, mm. Colorado, Nebraska. Go to Colorado. Okay, listen, I'm all for Nebraska, but about. go to Colorado. Like yeah. it's like get in the mountains. It's this is the worst time of the year to be in Nebraska. It's hot. It's buggy. It's just the plains. It's also you know? the worst time of the year to rent an RV because uh, everybody's you and everybody else, right? And yeah. it's the old supply and demand yeah. thing. It's like, but yeah. I've 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 known a Carrie Green does a podcastification podcast fast track. Um, he did the thing where he married off his daughter because he's a pastor, married off his daughter, and then they bought an RV and they're just all over the country. They live in that thing now. They just I don't know how often they go home, but every time I hear him, he's like, "Oh, I'm in St. Louis, and now I'm in you know Chicago, now I'm in wherever." He's all over the place. So yeah, I've got a friend that just bought a, a travel trailer, not an RV. So he hooks to his. Uh, he's got a young child. He just got it like a week ago and they're camping, I think, as we speak. But he said it's, it's been challenging to find like camping spots, especially on the weekends because supply and demand. A lot yeah. of people want to get yeah. out there and do their own thing. So everything that has to do with being together, your home, home improvement, home. home improvement stores are through the roof. Like they are just they're cleaned out because everybody's just fixing everything. I'm going to fire up a pellet smoker later today and start entry level basic stuff. Good. But then the. Uh, Recently, if you guys were coming to podcast uh, movement, if y'all do come in, I'm going to have a a little Texas barbecue on the back porch, oh, and uh, uh, you get invited. Nice. Okay. All right. I'll have to remember. Hey, John, what get you got a great setup there? So before you talk about what you jumped in to talk about, give us a quick rundown, like camera, mics, how are you processing? Just a quick rundown on that. Then, yeah, yeah. You- the way I got into podcasting, I listened to the School of Podcasting a couple years ago. Thanks, Dave. And uh, Dave's helped me along the way. Both of you guys have. But what I've got here is I've got a uh, Sony A6000 uh, set up on a tripod out in front of me. I've got, I am going to improve the lights, but I've got uh, just some old fluorescent lights here. I think I'm going to change these up above me to LED. I do have a box light in front of me, but I do have all uh, PR40 mics. And I've got, actually, I recorded a podcast segment yesterday. I do a uh, podcast for the trucking industry amongst some of the sports podcasts I do, but um, I'm set up to, you know, record guests here. So I have another hell PR 40 roadcaster pro right here. I do have some real inexpensive now, real inexpensive. I mean, they're like $10 each. I don't know if you guys can see these lights back here. Mm-hmm. I got them at home Depot and they work on Wi-Fi. I can change the colors. I can change yeah. The, yeah. the lumens. So I get a little separation back behind me. 
I just painted in here. It looks, uh, believe me, it looks a whole lot better. I painted like a, it's called actually software gray. It's a Sherwin-Williams color, a, a gray. And I have these acoustic panels I've had in here for a while. There's one in front of me too. So the sound in here is actually pretty good. And I'm kind of back in an executive suite studio deal. So I can close the door and it, it gets pretty private in here. And then I've got a Apple TV running. I can put up pictures, logos when I'm doing some video work. Right now, I don't have anything up there except Apple TV, but that kind of gives a nice little background, put mm-hmm. up a picture or a logo. And then I actually have some signage. I took it down, but I don't know if y'all can see the Velcro on this wood here. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've got some pretty cool signage when I'm doing, a, like I do a, a podcast called Behind the Dish. I, I can put my Behind the Dish logo up here. So it's kind of back there in the background. Nothing's flashing. And uh, it's, it's a pretty good setup for me. And I do some sports remote so I can take my roadcaster on the road. I don't take these mics with me, but I've got some uh, pretty nice Sennheiser. They look just like this, but they're over the head uh, headphones with a boom mic, kind of like a sportscaster mic. Yeah. So I've got that for a portable deal, and uh, I can do um, recording remote as well. Is, but uh, it's coming together nice, guys. Is that the same room that you were like you always kind of call us from? Because I know it used to be we could see like a big desk you're behind, and we were the camera was much further away. And I'm like, I think that's John yep. on the left. Yeah. So this looks much yes. better. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I had a um, I've had the Sony A6000 for a while, yeah. but I just wasn't using it. And I had a I've got a couple webcams around here. I probably need to sell one. I've got like three of them. 922 Logitech C920, C922. Dude, you can get big bucks for those right now. Yeah. So if uh, I do need to probably get rid of one or two, I like to have them for like, I've got one on my, I've got a desk over behind me or in front of me rather. And I'm going to start working over there. This is a, you can't see this desk. You you remember before, but it's kind of like a stand up broadcaster desk. Mm-hmm. I'm literally standing up now. So it's like a poor man's stand up desk. But a friend of mine made this for me. It's pretty cool. You can drop it down. But yeah, I had that C920 and I couldn't figure out how to zoom it and everything. And it was like, so it showed too much of the room. And you're yeah. all suggest, I think, kind of zoom in a little bit, yeah. get a little separation. The A6000 obviously give me a lot better. I can zoom and do different things with it. Sense, the sensor um, is bigger too. Are you are you tilting yeah. that TV at all to, to so the lights don't show up in it? Are you dimming it? It is dim to the max. It's probably not the best because uh, like if I put a picture up here, it'll probably show better. But I did tilt it forward. Good. And now I do have one box light up here. I am going to change the lighting. What do you all think about just LED lights above me with a dimmer switch? I can have some lighting up there because unfortunately this box light and my tripod on the camera are taking up all my desk space. I don't really have a lot of space to mount things. And the ceiling has ceiling tiles, so I can't do a Florida. John, ceiling, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't do fluorescent. If you can get tunable LED, yeah, for your lighting, I've got I got yeah. fluorescent now. Yeah, but I think I'm going to get LED that I can actually adjust. Yeah, make like sure they're tunable. Down. Yeah, tunable. they'll they'll go up and down the spectrum from a thousand to six thousand K on that spectrum. I, I may be off on those numbers a little bit, but then you can kind of tune them. Uh, to we just put new tunable lights in our studio at Gallup, and man, that is nice to be able to. They're on a switch. I don't like the way the switch is set up, but they're on a switch, and we can get different. It, it, the tuning allows you to get better color yeah. without having to do color changes in the software. 
So it's kind of nice. Are they powered through Wi-Fi? I mean, are, are, can you adjust them through Wi-Fi? Or is it no, like they're on a, a switch. Wall, wall switch. They're on a wall switch, which I don't like. Maybe in the future, I'll have them rewire that to bring the switch to the desk. Right now, asking for things to get done that cost money is probably yeah. not the yeah. best way to keep your job. So I'm, I'm kind of like, hey, this is great. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to have the tuning controls closer to so me. So you're talking about a standard, I think it's two foot by four foot, just a standard light ballast, but it's LED in the ceiling, yeah. right? Yeah. That's yeah. If, if that's what you were going to do, yeah. 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 It, you want to make sure that light's not directly over you, but is is a ways out. There's one right above me and there's one. Yeah. Well, they, front of me. they do make them. I have one that's got a little, came with a little remote because I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, I am like, I'm always white anyway, but I could actually turn down some of the, the white light and then turn up what I just affectionately refer to as yellow light. And now I have a little more granted. Now the, the, the white in the background is a little yellow, but you can adjust it with these. And I just got two on stands and it's just, that's another way to, to yeah. go about yeah, it. Yeah. It's a, it's a good, good way. John, just remember that. That coming straight down on you, if you've got one also that's ahead of you coming, that's the best possible scenario. I don't like direct overhead, but you certainly don't. You wouldn't want to remove it if you've got it. What? I just like them high and in front, and that gives you the best chance of them not showing up in people's glasses or yeah. not giving you weird, weird glaring reflections, <laughs> not showing up on that TV. I never realized well, that. What do you think about that? There's two this. of them up here. What about just replacing the one that's in front of me and and not even dismantling the one that's right above me. You need to test that, John, just to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's you'd want that's to one of those where you can record a little bit like audio, right? Where you go, this is me on the high LPR 40. This is me on the 2100. Just, yeah. just make a quick video and go, okay, this is me with the lighting above the settings on the 500 K is on blah, 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 the da, da, da. And then just watch it and go, Ooh, I like that. The way that one looks better. And you can kind of go, cause it's, it's hard, especially if you're a one man band to, like figure out what you look like. The, yeah. the top down lighting shadows your eyes. That's the problem. So yeah. when you have light coming directly down, of course, your brows are cutting off to your eyes. And so it'll tend to give you really dark circles around your eyes. Yeah. There you go. What was the camera I'm you're using? The, yeah, it's a, just a Sony a 6000. I know a lot of people are high on the 6400 that came out a few months ago, yeah. but the 6000, uh, I got a dummy battery in there, obviously. So it powers on and mm. I do some, Video email too. I, I found that real mm -hmm. effective yeah. uh, for, for like work or other communication where I can record a short embedded video you, just like this. What do you use for that? Loom or Bonjoro? Or? Actually, uh, it's a really cool app. I've used it for a couple of years, Dave, called Bomb Bomb. Oh, yeah. I can, yep. uh, that was the first one I yeah, used. I like it. I yep. like it. It works well with Google Apps too. So it's, it works well embedded in Google. And there's also a separate standalone uh, website. Yep. Like for my behind the for my baseball podcast, I have a, a, a list of people that I can actually record a video, and I have a template built around it, and then I can send an email out to all those people on the list in one button, which is kind of nice uh, through their software through their platform. Um, but I can embed them in in uh, emails where they when you open the email, you see like a almost like a I don't know if you call it a GIF or a GIF, but yeah. it's like a GIF me. Yep. And then they click on it and then the video plays. So Loom does that as well as does, I don't think Bonjoro does. I've used them all, but uh, Banks says the nice thing about the 6400 is there's no 30 minute uh, time limit recording on the camera, which might be on other models. So 
But so, I, I, the, man, that's a great studio tour we just did right there. That is. It's yeah, got, the thing I'll leave everybody with is don't try to do this by yourself. You got great resources with Dave and Jim and you guys have been a big help to me. So I appreciate everything y'all do. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, John. Thanks, Thanks for man. jumping in, man. Great, great to see you. Take care, guys. Yep. Yeah, you bet. We'll see you. Ya. Thanks for joining us on Ask the Podcast Coach. The coolest way to start your weekend. <laughs> I have a little studio envy after seeing uh, the studio. Like, that's pretty nice. See, that's, hey, would you turn your resolution back up on StreamYard? I think we turned it down. Were you oh, turning yeah. it? Were you? Yeah. Did you have it turned down during the... Yeah. During, during the, the fiasco, the sound fiasco, sound gate. Yes, I'm back to <laughs> I'm I think I'm high def now or something like that or whatever. Uh, the, it doesn't look like it. No, okay. I'm like, I'm kind of choppy. I was like, it is choppy. Yeah, maybe maybe somebody in the apartment complex is downloading. That's or, it. Yeah, that'll be a nice when you do move back to the house. There's so many things fight. that number one, laundry, no more laundromat. Number two, when I use my Ninja Blender in the morning. I don't, I won't be self-conscious that, oh my gosh, I hope I'm not waking up the neighbors because that thing is like, I'll be able to play my guitar like as loud as I want. I'll be able to sing. Like it's, it's weird because like the walls here are not paper thin, but if you do something above the sound of a talk or whatever, I've heard a little afternoon delight in this particular apartment complex and you're like, oh, all right, well, good for you. I'm glad she was enjoying herself. Give it. We in the new studio at Gallup, I didn't know this uh, until just recently. I was talking to the facilities guy who drew up all the specs for it. They actually double insulated the walls for me, too. So they have drywall on the outside and then the studs and then a drywall on the inside. And then they put a strip, a, a probably quarter inch furring down and then another layer of drywall. So you've got an air barrier between the two between the two parts of drywall. So I actually have three layers of drywall in the studio that are helping sound insulate that. So I thought, oh man, that was, I didn't even ask. That's super nice. It's right out in, in a hallway, and so and it's a busy hallway. So he was anticipating people coming down and shouting and laughing and those kinds of things. So he really, really insulated it well. Then they also gave me an on-air sign. So, and it's a really oh. pro looking, I'll have to take a picture of it. Those and, things are not cheap. Them. I'm no, I, I'm and, not sure why somebody hasn't figured out how to make one cheap and sell them for like 30 no. bucks. But anytime I see one, it's like 90, 70, 150, especially oh, yeah. if it's a nice wooden box with the, like the old time. It's like, I'm like, well, this one's etched glass that ooh. sits on a base and there's a red light underneath on the, on the base. So as the, as it turns on, it illuminates the etched glass. Nice. See, I was like, wow, I saw one. It was a Facebook has been doing real. I don't know what they're doing over there. I, they're costing me a lot of money. Every time I go onto Facebook, they're feeding me ads that are like, oh, wow, let's and off we go to the races. But one was it looked like an on air sign, except it came with an app to where you could have it say whatever you wanted. And I was like, "Ooh, that could be fun. But it was also like one hundred and thirty bucks. And I was like, eh, not really. I mean, it's cool. I just don't know that I need it that much to. <laughs> To, to, I, I can just, I'll write something on the back wall before. There's there's one spot in the studio that's still a noise leak, and that's underneath the door. So I need to figure out what can I get, because we have these big, heavy, really well doors. I mean, they are thick. They're wood. They're heavy. They're awesome. They they When they close, they seal well, but I still have that space underneath the carpet. So I got to kind of figure what can I install on that door that won't restrict the door access, but would cover that? So I have to look, 
I'm sure there's about 8,000 YouTube videos of how to soundproof stuff. Mm. I'll have to go down that rabbit hole some weekend and figure out how, how to, how to uh, fill that crack. <laughs> yeah. It's um, so to speak. Well, that's the, it's, I, I don't know why, because I'm allowed to hang things in my apartment. I mean, if I turn my camera around, I've got a, one of my, my heroes was Muhammad Ali. So there's a picture of Muhammad Ali that I have, but I, for some reason, I'm always weird about hanging stuff here. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why that is. It's a, so it's going to be kind of cool to go in and just kind of go, this is mine. But uh, it's going to be interesting because there's, there's, my sister is a hoarder. And so there's a lot of stuff and there's going to be a, a weird time where like my brother's like, we need to just get there first and throw away half her stuff. I'm like, dude, that's not cool. <laughs> so we'll have to figure this out. But I could see, and I, this is you just learn stuff and I don't expect like no kid. I don't expect anybody sleeping at my house. So I'm like, I don't really, I need one bedroom. I'm like, I guess I could have another one in case somebody wants, but it's a, a little three bedroom house. And I'm like, I've already learned the big bedroom. That's the studio because I'm never, my bedroom is right behind me. I'm never in there. I sleep in there for seven hours. I get up, I put clothes on, I go in my closet and I leave and I do not go back in there until the, it's, I'm either in here or I'm in my living room downstairs. So uh, I think I'm going to use the, the big bedroom for the, the studio and it, which will be cool because then I can just soundproof the, the heck out of it. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. the plan. Go, go see my buddies at Automoot and, and spend a little cash. Cause again, I'm not going anywhere. So once I'm there, I'm like, uh, oh, I, as far as I know, we, we, there's a couple things we have to figure out with, like worst case scenarios. Cause right now she's living in the sounds where she's living with her boyfriend, but I have to put boyfriend in, in quotation marks, but um, in a much better house, it's air conditioned. And uh, we're always kind of like, okay, but what if that goes sour or what if he dies? Like, it's like nobody's dying, but you have to like, okay, let's, let's accommodate for all plans and go from there. So anyway, yeah, that's good though. Later in the fall. Is that what you said? You yeah. Well, I have to be out of here by November. Okay. So I don't want to move in November because November right. in Ohio, not no. a good time to move. So Man. what we're going to do is just start baby stepping it. And like the other thing is, I mean, I lived in that house for 20 some years and we never got new carpet. And about, I don't know, five years ago, my brother just went in and like the carpet was like, it was like a, you might as well had a, a paper bag. It was so thin. It was so worn out. So I might pay to have some new carpet, at least put in the bedroom again, because it's it's got beautiful hardwood floors. I just don't want hardwood floors in my studio. That's a no-no. So I'm like, I'm either going to have to buy some rugs to throw down or just get it carpeted in the bedroom. But it's like, because I, I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, but if you get carpet, you got to vacuum it. I'm like, mm, okay, well, you got to sweep a hardwood nah, floor. Just get carpet. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm a, yeah. Yeah. I'm, hey, that's let me. me I'm, so. Go ahead. Let me clarify this in the chat room. So I was talking about the layers that they built in. There's there's soundproofing in between those layers. So just so they're clear, like layer, wall, filled it in, drywall, filled it in, drywall. So yeah, they had a team come in and do that. So I'm pretty sure they did a, they did it right. They he he built it. He only had to build build two rooms this way. So they spend a little bit of money on making sure that we have a group interview room, which is really cool too. It has a round table in it has a big tunable globe light above it that it's a circular globe that when you turn it on so everybody's faces are illuminated the same around the table it's it's high enough that it doesn't show up in glasses like i was i was like this is good thinking they really they spent they they spent a little bit of money to make sure we've got some great 
stuff going forward. They wired the room. So it literally has more things to connect into the walls See, than you need. That's the other so thing. That no matter where you're at, you don't have cables. You don't have to sling cables around. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. They put up those, like, uh, what's what's the name of that company that makes those sand pan- the sound panels? Automoot. Automoot. They, I don't think we use them, but they had some panels printed just like that that they put up on on two two corners so you can record into the corner and and oh, see nice. the background so it's pretty cool yeah i whenever we could get back in person we still aren't really back i i've been in a couple times i was going to ask if you've had a chance to else. use it yet i did i did my background isn't wide enough so mm-hmm. i need they're going to they're going to make some adjustments to it and it doesn't fit in the camera and i need to i'm still tweaking it but it's a ton of fun okay. <laughs> This is great. So I'm super excited about it. It is fun. And then you're like, yeah. and then it kind of pumps you up to, I don't know. We, I've yeah, said do that, more. Yeah. So do more, you know, do more. I've already done, I did 50 webcasts for Gallup for call to coach all of last year. I had done 50 by June 30th of this year. So we're already doubling. Wow. We're on pace to double our communication with our customers. And if people wanted to see what that looks like, where would they go to see? You? Yeah. Gallup.com slash Clifton Strengths. And then we have a webcast drop down. It's a it's an enterprise podcast, so you got to right. go find it. But it's called The Coach if you want to search for it. Or the, I do one called Theme Thursday as well if you want to go see those. They're a ton of fun. Nice. And what's coming up on uh, TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, I, I mentioned we had Jay uh, Madison on the program. Jay gave us a desk tour. And Jay has a desk like you would not believe. Let me just put it this way. It's not your average desk. So when you think about your own desk setup and a studio setup, Jay has kind of gone, Jay's done it right. Let's just put it that way. So I'll be posting it later this afternoon, theaverageguy.tv. Awesome. And on this week's episode of the School of Podcasting, I'll be talking with the one and only Glenn Hebert, who just rolled over 2,500 episodes of just one of his podcasts. He's done 11,000 episodes, but a couple stats on that. And I really got into like, how do you avoid burnout? And one of the keys is kind of one of the things that helps on this show is having a co-host because there are some days you might be like, meh, or your audio is not working and you just go, hey, take over the show. (laughs) So that's coming up on the School of Podcasting. Thanks again to our awesome supporters. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Thanks to Mark over at podcastbranding.com. Dot co. Uh, if you need some artwork, go over there and be sure to tell Mark that Dave and Jim sent you. And uh, if you're watching live, stick around for some post show. 